This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. This is a blog entitled Unilateral Declaration of Independence for Clinical Audit, written by our independent and experienced but unknown clinical auditor. One of the central and abiding sacred tenets of clinical audit is the idea that clinicians should own their own clinical audit, that it should be a natural part of their own professional practice and their desire to create improvement in clinical services. And so it should be. And in this ideal world, we touchingly assume that everyone participating in clinical audit is honest and that investment in improvement will always be based on data that is reliable and valid. Well, if audit data is locally produced by clinicians and within the scope of a very local management to act on, fair enough. But if this notional local clinical audit is producing data to meet the requirements of a externally imposed sequin on which rides a significant chunk of taxpayers' money for the organisation, could this possibly be a conflict with our sacred tenants? I mean, what would a diligent chair of a parliamentary select committee say if we cheerfully told the erstwhile appointee that we had no way of providing any assurance that the audit data we were submitting was free of any biases, intended or nefarious? After all, the same management that benefits from the clinical commissioning group's largesse if they hit a sequin target is usually responsible for the data the reward is based on. What more incentive do you need for a little deliberate tweaking of that parameter here or of the unintended consequences of cutting of corners in the quality of data collection there if no one is really bothered about watching you? The risk of detection seems pretty low. This is public money we're talking about after all. They do things differently elsewhere. Take New Zealand, where they also have a commissioning provider split in their state health system. Evidence for the fulfilment of contracts has to be collected by an independent agency, to which the provider must allow access. Much less room for problems there. Most clinicians see these contract required audits to be top-down impositions anyway, and like participation in the London-centric national clinical audits, see them as a necessary evil or hazard to get around so they can get on with their job, rather than another clinical improvement aid. So why not make their lives easier and hand this job over to an external agency? Then at least we can be sure that it has not been interfered with, massaged or incompetently collected by the trust itself. This blog is written by Acus Puncto. The views of Acus Puncto are not necessarily shared by the Clinical Audit Support Centre. Acus Puncto is an experienced clinical audit professional and we recreate and share the views of Acus Puncto to stimulate debate amongst clinical audit professionals and quality improvement colleagues. This broadcast was recorded on the 4th of August 2015 and is copyrighted the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the Clinical Audit Support Centre team.